Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or even good night. Wherever you are in the world today, I want to say greetings to each of you. I am your host of the Being Love in Action podcast, Reverend K.C. Williams, the agent of love. Listen, yes, I am your favorite grace girl, the daughter of the King of Kings and a disciple and lover of Jesus Christ. And I invite you to walk with me today as I share a word of encouragement. So grab your coffee or have a sip of tea with me while being encouraged, empowered, and even challenged as we learn through the gospel of Jesus Christ, the life applications of what it truly means to be love in action. Yes, yes, yes. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. All of you who where it's morning, like where it is for me today. Listen, I am so excited and always excited when God downloads and he says, let's go and share with my people. Right. So this morning is one of another one of those days um, that he's just basically saying, hey, I have to I have a word for you to share. And my people need to hear it. Amen. So I want to go in and jump, you know, into the very thing that God has for us on today. I always like to share with you guys how you can connect with us here at the Being Love in Action podcast. If you want to know a little bit more about who I am and what I do, definitely check in with us at www.gracegirl.org on our social media, Instagram at Being Love in Action podcast. Also on Instagram at The Agent of Love and our Twitter at Being Love, L-U-V, in action. Yes, those are the ways that you can connect with us on social media. Let's jump into what God has given on today. I know we just had one and it was a wonderful word, but one, one, what I can tell you is that God said we are to always be ready, right? So sometimes, you know, you know, you could be praying or you can just be sitting down and God will say, "Mm, I I have something to share. So today, this morning, I want to share and I just want to share with you a word about dreamers. Amen. And today I just want to talk about the heart of a Joseph dreamer. Amen. And if you're listening, you know, one thing I always like to be mindful is that we have people that that are listening and maybe you don't know anything about the Bible. I can't assume that just because you're listening, that you are a person that is, first of all, a believer in Jesus Christ and someone that who's even read the Bible. So what I always like to do is I like to illuminate the word of God by allowing those people, those ordinary people that did extraordinary things for the kingdom of God, their lives to actually come alive. And also to give you just some information, Joseph, if anybody knows about the story of Joseph, and if you haven't, uh, for time's sake, I can't read everything. But if you want to know about Joseph and who he was, you can start at Genesis 37, the 37th chapter at Genesis, and you can begin reading at verse one. Jacob was a man of God and, and you know anything about Jacob. Jacob had wives. His wife that he loved the most was unable to have children. Okay. And then she wound up finally having a child. 
And when he was born, his name was Joseph. And it says in in chapter 37, and I'm going to be reading different excerpts of this this chapter. So I'll let you know. And then, of course, to read it in its entirety, you can go back to Genesis 37. But it says that Joseph in verse two, Joseph was a young man of 17. He was tending to the flocks with his brothers, the sons of Bilal, the sons of Zipla, his father's wives. And he brought their father a bad report about them. Now, Israel, the man of God, Jacob, loved Joseph more than any of his other sons. And this is why, because he had been born to him in his old age and he made him an ornate robe. Amen. He made him a beautiful robe. Some of them say the the, the coat of many colors has been different adaptions of this, this particular, um, this particular relationship amen are uh, there've been different stories about Joseph and his coat of many colors amen and so here's Joseph um you know he 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 necessarily hasn't done anything um that warrant him um to be loved differently it's just the fact that he was born to his father in his father's old age and so as a result of that um, he he was, you know, he was treated a little differently. He was educated in, in things that his brothers were not able to be educated on, you know, et cetera. But but really, that had nothing to do with anything in his own capabilities. So here was Joseph. He has a dream. Amen. And he says in verse five, Joseph had a dream. And when he told it to his brothers, they hated him all the more. He said to them, listen to this dream I had. We were binding sheaves of grain out in the field when suddenly my sheaf rose and stood upright while your sheaves gathered around mine and bowed down to it. You know, one of the first things I want to say about Joseph's dream. He had no idea what that dream mean. Many times we have dreams and we share them with the people that we love the most. Now, who did he share it with initially was his brothers, right? Those were his brothers. And even if they had sibling rivalry, he authentically goes to them to share a dream. Mind you, he's the youngest one. So, you know, these are his big brothers. Have you ever been where the people, the persons that you loved and cared about, you shared a dream with them? And maybe like Joseph, it was a dream that you really didn't understand. Maybe it was a dream of your business and what you foresee as as your business. Maybe it was a dream of you becoming uh, a dancer or some type of career that, you know, maybe financially you had no true means of accomplishing that. Because if we're honest, let's be real. You know, we are real here. There are some careers that if we look at it from the dollar and cents perspective, we can't afford it. Many of us can't even afford the education in universities without grants and student loans and things like that. But whatever it is, we share it very genuinely and very authentically with the people we love. And then his brother said to him, do you intend to reign over us? I want you to understand 
people whose hearts are already uh, despised toward you, they will always see everything that you do from a negative perspective. I want you to understand that it doesn't mean that you did them anything. Remember, Jesus did nothing to the very people who a few days before said Hosanna, Hosanna. And then when he rode into uh, the town on a donkey, they celebrated him. But then a few days later, the same people say crucify him, crucify him. Are you following me today? Remember, we're talking about when you have the heart of a dreamer, when you have a heart of a when you are, I'm sorry, when you are a Joseph dreamer, the heart of a Joseph dreamer, man. So here is what I want you to understand. This young man was talking to his brothers. There was no ill tent. There was no malicious motive. But in the very next thing, his brother said, oh, you think you better than us, huh? Come on. I know I'm speaking to somebody. We have over eight. We have 8000 listeners here. Come on. I know someone, many ones, including myself, have experienced this. And then his brother said, will you actually rule us? And they hated him all the more. Catch that. All the more. See, they already hated him. Listen, some of us, some of you, those people that are your brothers and your sisters, they already hate you. I know this. This is not a this is not an easy one. You know why? Because it pulls the covers from over the the blind eyes or it pulls the covers all over from over our eyes to allow us to see clearly. Some of us, we already know. We just don't want to believe that the people we really love really despise us. Can you imagine how many Joseph dreamers are on here today? Can you imagine having your sister, whether y'all have the same mom, the same dad, or both parents despise you? Your brother despise you? You know, I say this to people. I say, you know, it's not someone else's fault if they are a favorite in the family, right? It's not, you know, and there are many favorites in families. It's not, it's not the other, it's not that favorite child or grandchild or whatever, niece, nephew, whatever you are. It's not their fault that the adults around them or the adult around them made them a favorite. The issue comes in is when you're a favorite and you don't use that ability to be able to be seen to do the right thing. See, see, the beauty of Joseph was that he was a favorite, but his heart was not one of maliciousness or one that, yeah, I got this. And, you know, this is he was never like that. He was never bragging on who he was. He didn't even understand why he had those dreams. So let's move on. So it goes on to say in the next couple of um, verses that he had another dream. Now, watch this. It, it was the same dream in the context of him being in a higher position and then his brothers 
bowing down to him. So you got to understand the customs in the time. Remember, we're looking at the time. You may be saying, well, what does that have to do with anything? And, you know, again, the setting and the timing of that was, you know, um, the rulership at that time. Right. Just like, you know, today in our today's society, you have one president of one country and then you have many presidents of other countries. Right. Well, America is, you know, the comp- the country that we are, we are looked on as the greatest. Well, we were at one point. Right. Um, I still believe we're great. One, the greatest. And, and I'll continue to believe that because of the country that I live in. And I believe that God has great things to f- continue to do through America, regardless of whatever is going on. Amen. Because there are still many people who love Christ and who still stand on those principles of the word of God. So understand that these things are a part of life. You're going to always have rulership. You're going to always have someone that is in a higher position. And you know, the Bible tells us to whom much is good, to whom much is given, much is required. Many times people want these uh, gifts and they want to be put in high positions, but they don't understand the weight of those positions. So let's continue to go forward. Joseph brothers. One day they're out in in their, their, um, you know, watching the flocks and doing what they doing. And then Joseph goes out there because part of it, Joseph wanted to be part of, he wanted to hang out with his brothers it wasn't his fault that his dad had him learning, being educated uh, with all of the things of the world, not just their world. He, it wasn't his fault that he was being treated differently. But see, even their dad didn't even he understood he was a man of God. So he was obedient to God. But I don't think God even really told him what Joseph's um, assignment was. He just knew that as a father, God spoke to him enough to say, I need him educated in the things of the world. Because remember, whatever we do in the body of Christ for and God gives us a gift, it is not just for us. It is not just for our families. It is for the kingdom of God. But initially it starts with us. And for our families, and it goes from there. But it's never just God. Can you imagine? So anyway, I'll tarry on because, you know, I get excited. So here's the thing. The brothers are out helping and doing what they do. They were herders, right? They were shepherds. They doing their work. Joseph goes out and they plotted on their brother. You know, they was like, you know, verse 19, it says, here comes that dreamer. They said to each other. Come now, let's kill him and throw him into one of his into one of these citrines. That's these big old cisterns, cisterns. I'm sorry, like a big old jar, but they would fill these jars for water. And they said, let's tell dad that a ferocious animal killed him. That's his own brothers, his blood brothers. I'm speaking to all the Joseph dreamers. You know, I'm speaking. God gave me this word. I'm one of them. So I'm speaking to myself as well. Right. 
Do you understand? We have to understand. And God is really showing me things as I'm dealing with different things in life, different projects and things like that. And God is revealing so much. People will despise you. You have nothing but love in your heart towards them. And they will do things to plot or against your life. These days, they may not try to kill you physically as well. They still doing that. But they will try to destroy your source of income. Which means if you don't have a job, if you have a business and they speak bad against your business, people will go out and slander your name to get others to not like you, to not support you, to literally to kill you. Because if, if you can't provide for your family, man. What happens to your family if they can't eat? What happens to you if you if you don't eat, you're going to eventually die of starvation. But before you even get to that, if you ain't making no money, you can't pay your mortgage or your rent. Then you become homeless. Do you get where I'm going? If they can lie on you and, oh, you know, he did this and, you know, he's a uh, he sleep around and or she sleep around and you're married. What happens? Your marriage becomes destroyed because of what was said. People will look at you as a dreamer. And I'm talking about those who have the heart of a Joseph dreamer. This is for the Joseph dreamers. See, these are people who have genuine and authentic hearts. Yeah, I'm a Joseph dreamer. He loved his brothers. But they sat down and literally plotted against his livelihood. So they didn't kill him. They sold him into slavery. And then they told their father. Watch this. People don't even realize at the moment because they're so filled with rage and jealousy and hatefulness. That their actions affect not just the person that they're. Aiming their act, their anger to it affects. It's a domino effect. Every person is connected to them. Again, we're talking about Joseph dreamers now because we're talking about how someone will try to kill you, kill your livelihood, destroy you. And we're not talking about strangers. We're talking about people that we know and love whether it's your family, maybe it's a business partner or business collaborations. Maybe it's friendships of people you've had for years or and they plot to harm you. And all you did was share to, with them your dream, your hopes. And that's why you hear people say sometimes you got to move in silence. You can't tell everybody. But what do you do when it's the people that's supposed to love you? I know, I know. Well, even then we got to, I know. But when you are being, I want you to get where I'm coming from. Joseph authentically loved his people. That was his brothers. Isn't that how it should be? But why is it that many times in our own families, we can't go to our sisters or brothers? They want support. They'll, sometimes they're the first ones to slander your name. 
They looking for something to judge you about. If you ain't a Joseph dreamer, I understand. If you fast forward, you might not listen to this one. But I guarantee you, if you're not a Joseph dreamer, maybe you're one of the ones who despise a Joseph dreamer. Because watch this. God is a God who's looking for our hearts to repent. Remember the word of God not only encourages, inspires, but it convicts. Because see, even if you're not a Joseph dreamer, maybe you were a brother that despised your brother or sister who's a Joseph dreamer. And maybe you didn't even realize it. Can I, can I help you today? It's never too late to repent. These men, his brothers sat there and plotted against his life. Here's what they did. I want to show you how it breaks my heart when I read the story of Joseph, the beginning of it. Because I can relate to Joseph in many ways, you know, I, if I'm honest. And there's so many people that I know or that I see, whether it's personal, business or, you know, people that share their stories with me. There's so many Joseph dreamers, right? And it isn't, a, isn't it ironic that the people who have no real love, no real good intent towards you. Many times people will give them. They will embrace them. See, we got to remember the devil is such a cunning, a cunning little serpent. Remember, a serpent lies on his belly, right? And it slithers and it moves. It moves. Many times you've heard the snake charmers. It moves with a dance and, a, and it moves very, you know, swift, swiftly, but almost rhythm. It has a rhythm about it. Pay attention to a snake if you have ever looked at one. They almost have a melodic rhythm to them. It's almost like it's hypnotizing its prey. You have snakes that are so beautiful in color, man. I've seen, you know, man, beautiful in color, but will are deadly. See, what makes people and what makes the enemy uh, 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 so divisive is that he's a charmer. Many times he charms you and you don't even realize you've been bitten by the venomous snake. You know why? Because you've been drinking the poison. He's been biting you. He's been biting you, but you've been drinking the poison. So you build up an immune to it. And that's what happens. In some places, they give you snake venom to help you build up a resistance sword. So if you ever get bitten by one and it's a, a, a booger or a big one, maybe that venom that you've built up in your system will allow you not to be killed. See, the tragedy of that is too many times when we're dealing with snakes, uh, we allow them in our camps, we allow them in our lives. Uh, and they're really people who the enemy is using to harm you. But you've been drinking the venom of the snake and you don't even realize you're filled with poison. Can I bless you today that it's never too late. I, I declare that the captives of the venomous snakes will be set free on today in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Set free today. That God will open your eyes so you can see. You've been charmed. Listen, there's a, 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 a verse in a, by an a, a artist and it said, stupid, I'm the snake charmer. 
I love it. Somebody said, what you know about that, baby? Don't do that. Look me up. You'll find out my history. Remember, Peter was one. They said Peter was a little gangster. Peter did a little things, you know, it never stopped who Peter was. He just was gangster for Christ. I ain't no gangster at all. It's not my background. I know a lot of them. I know some. Amen. What I'm saying is that who you are in your life is still a part of who you are when you're serving God. You're just now transforming all of that to the kingdom and the energy to the kingdom of God. But when that verse says, I'm a snake charmer. I'm, I took it and I, as a snake charmer, what I'm saying is the snake charmer has the ability to hypnotize the snake instead of the snake hypnotizing him or her. I don't look at it as charming. I'm telling you. God, you have the ability. Why is this important? Joseph brothers. Were like the venomous snakes. He, he would have never thought. That his brothers who loved him. Would plot to kill him. Do you know people will plot to kill you and destroy your life. And still sit down and eat and act like ain't nothing happened. Look at what they did in verse 20. So when Joseph came to his brother, they stripped him of his robe. What I want you to understand when the word of God says they come to kill, steal and destroy. They want everything that you have. They will strip you down to the bare necessity. They don't care if you have children. They don't care if you have a mortgage. They don't care if you got to pay your car note. They don't even care if you sick. They despise you so much that they want to see you dead. Let's be real. I'm, I'm talking to my Joseph dreamers uh, because you're in a season of your life. You got to understand that your assignment is bigger than what you're going through. And Joseph should be an inspiration for those of us who are being uh, uh, hunted like dogs in this season. Who Lord have mercy. I'm um, the Bible tells us in Psalms 34, 17, that he's close to the brokenhearted. I keep on. I keep God won't let me let that go, y'all, because there's so many that are brokenhearted today. Including myself. Because of the things that I see and the things that God allows me to have to see and I have to deal with. I say, God, why do you keep letting me see this? Why? I can see people. They're broken and they're hurting. Many times I can't do anything. I just can pray for them. I don't even know some of them personally. And I got to pray for them. And I got to say, God, what am I to do? Do I need just besides just prayer? It says here, Joseph brothers took everything. You got to be a cold soldier. You got to be a cold soldier. Listen, if you've done any of these things that I'm talking about right now. And you are. And when I say right now, the things that I'm talking about, if you are doing these things right now and you call yourself a woman of God, a man of God, or a child of God, you are not the child of God. Your father is the devil. There is no good in you if you plot to destroy the lives of your brothers and sisters. 
If you are getting monetary gain for slandering somebody or if you're just doing it because you don't like them, you are not a child of God. He said to love him, to love God's people is to love God. When you love people, you don't dis- you don't slander them. You don't try to take food out of the mouths of their families. You don't try to get them homeless. You don't try to make them jobless. How dare you think? You can plot against the people and children of God and there not be a consequence. Listen to me. If you call yourself a believer. And you have been doing any of these things, understand that the enemies of God's children are God's enemies. You heard what I said. The enemies of God's children are his enemies. See, this was not meant to be a big, long thing. And this was just something God was downloading in me today. Because I want you to understand after they sold him into slave to slavery, they sat down and they ate a meal. And they say, look, we're not going we're not going to kill him. That's too much. But see what they didn't understand. That the dream that God gave him was still going to come to pass. Who glory. Hallelujah. Listen, woman of God and man of God. And when I say that, I'm not talking about titles. I'm talking about children, the beloved of God. Don't stop doing the very thing that God gave you. Remember the dream that he gave you. It shall come to pass. I know they slander your name. I I know. I know they call folks on you. I know they didn't they didn't send out stuff saying you you this and you that and 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 and, and they didn't lie to your friends. They didn't say things to people that you thought loved you and knew you better. They have set traps for you. Just like they did Joseph. But do you know even when they set traps for you God says That all things work together for the good of those who love God and who are called according to his purpose. Joseph's purpose was to be put in a position of power to save the very ones that sold him into slavery. Even when he was sold into slavery. Joseph found favor in the eyes. Of the leader, the Pharaoh. See, all that time his daddy was teaching him about education and all the worldly things. He was setting his son up to be in a position of power. But do you think after he was sold, his brother stripped him of everything? Come on, do you really believe that Joseph thought he was going to be successful? He thought he was going to die. He probably even despised the dream. He might have said, "If maybe if I didn't tell my brothers this dream, they wouldn't hate me. But let me tell you something, beloved of God. When people don't like you, they just don't like you. You can do and try to be kind to them. They just don't like you. Leave them alone. That ain't your battle to fight. God put him in a position. And if you know the story later on. There was a famine in the land. 
And Egypt was the only place that had food to feed people. So they would come from miles around to come to Egypt. And that was as a result of a dream that Joseph had. And he gave it to the leader and the leader listened to him. So he stored up food. So now their nation would be okay. See, even when Joseph was, was sold into slavery, it was a pagan nation. See, some of y'all are so holy and self-righteous. Oh, I'm not going if this if they don't believe in God. Those people didn't believe in God that Joseph found favor with. Some of the people that we will do business with may be atheists. They may be of other religions. And what? God said, where well, you go, I go. Some of us are so pompous that we walk around people and we don't demonstrate, first of all, our gifting and God, because we're so busy worrying about who our titles is and all that foolishness. And when it comes time to do something that they said they can do, they can't even do it. They have no power. You don't have to brag about who you are in God. That's a nugget right there. You don't have to brag about who you are to God. You ain't got to prove nothing to nobody. God's power and his Holy Spirit will operate in your life. See, the woman at the well, she met, she had a real encounter with Jesus the Christ. That's why she was able to run and say, come and see about a man who told me all about myself. See, when the anointing of God is on your life, you do extraordinary things. And many times you don't do it on major platforms. I'm telling you. It's going to be that mother, that, that young person you pray for and, and, and they receive Christ or somebody you touch and they heal and they tell. They're going to tell somebody, not you. You ain't got to tell nobody. They're going to tell them. You hear what I'm saying? Joseph. His brothers were his own Judas. They were his own naysayers. But they were part of the assignment. I know that sounds hard to believe. Why would God do? He had to be put in the position. He had to go to Egypt. How he was going to get to Egypt. I need you to hear me. Sometimes God is God is an unorthodox God. So I want you to understand. When you're going through something and it feels like you're being attacked. I know it's hard to say don't be discouraged. Because guess what? If you're discouraged, just be real. Say, God, I'm discouraged. I don't understand it, but I'm going to trust you. It will never many times make sense because if God allowed us to know what was the ending of it, we wouldn't even continue and continue on through the assignment. To all of my Joseph dreamers. I know they've thrown dirt on your name. They've taken some of you have lost money. You've lost lucrative businesses. You've lost relationships with family members, people that you consider your friends. And if you go back and really ask them what they did, what you did, they can't even say what you did. It was almost like a domino effect. Well, I don't like her because of X, Y and Z. I don't like him, but but you loved them at one point. You bragged on how great they were. But now all of a sudden somebody else has gotten in your ear. 
about the Joseph dreamer that God has in your life to be a blessing to you. But you let the, the snake come in. And then what happens? Sometimes we have to literally physically move. I've seen people move because they've had so much dirt done to them from one state to another state. But see that, but that upheaval was meant to get you to your Egypt. Who glory. Because Egypt, my beloved, is where Joseph was put in a position of power. A Christian was put in a position of power amongst pagans. You know why? They didn't care what his religion was. They saw what he did and he got the job done and he did it with integrity. He always stood for the God that he served, the God of Isaac, the God of Abraham. How many of you can say you stand for your God, even with respect to others who don't think like you, who don't look like you? See, the problem is too many of us today in the church, we want to judge people and condemn them because they don't dress like us and they don't think like us. God said, you ain't mine. How many people as a result of Joseph, not only his anointing, but his humility and his integrity believed in his God. The reason why, you know, people are so focused on everything else but salvation. I don't see people even talking about coming to Christ as much as they talking about, uh, uh, you know, getting an offering. As much as they're talking about all these these wonderful things that they have going on, ain't nothing wrong with none of that. But salvation should be the priority. I don't want to stand before my God and say, God, I put all of these events before you. I put all this, you know, gathering this before you before I dealt with the hearts of people in salvation. So what am I saying today to those who have? Who are my Joseph dreamers? The heart of a Joseph dreamer, man. The heart of a Joseph dreamer is very authentic. The heart of a Joseph dreamer shares the dreams because they trust you enough and believe en enough in their hearts that you love them. See, there's some people say, but that was the that was the mistake he made. No, it wasn't. Because he was supposed to do exactly what he was supposed to do. And his brothers who despised him did what they were supposed to do. Because it got him in a position to take care of them. And then they could go back to the dream. See, many times we look at things from a negative perspective when God is trying to give us light. See, they looked at it as, oh, he trying to be the boss of us. They didn't even understand that God was showing them what was to come. And that your little brother is going to make sure everybody eat. I find it so disheartening. People are so selfish and self-centered. They only think about themselves. I've seen it over and over again. What jealousy will do. Despising ain't nothing but jealousy and hatred. And the person God blessed that became, you know, successful or, you know, the, 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 the football player or whatever you became successful in and your success was able to take care of. I look at the story of MC Hammer. One thing about MC Hammer I loved about him, if you know his story, MC Hammer was a preacher. 
he had a relationship with God and then he went into the music industry and he tried to help everybody that was connected to him. MC Hammer said, man, everybody going to eat. And he lost a lot of money trying to feed everybody. Sometimes we trying to feed folk and they, they working against us. I can imagine what he went through, the disappointment, the brokenheartedness. But can you imagine? We're talking about Joseph, the heart of a dreamer, who just loved. See, when you just love people, you don't have those hidden negative motives. But I'm going to transition from Joseph and I'm going to go to Christ. Can you imagine? Jesus came to set the captives free. Jews first, then the Gentiles. And his own people, which were the Jews. They were the ones who set him up to be killed. Do you hear me, beloved? They set him up. And when it was time for him and he stood before the Sanhedrin, that's the court. That's the group of people that's accusing him. See, some of y'all don't understand. Y'all done brought some Joseph dreamers in front of the camp to kill them and destroy them. And they're going to be the very ones to help save your life. I tell people, you know, people like to use their uh, touching my, my anointed and cause home for my prop to my prophet. Some people say, oh, they use that like they done. listen. The real men and women of God, they get the blues. For real, for real, they get the blues many times. They're the ones that's mostly rejected. Because they're not coming like everybody else. They're not popular. There. And I'm not saying they can't be popular and still, you know, be authentic. That's not what I'm saying. But if you look at the characters in the Bible, most of them weren't people that everybody liked. I'm telling you, just do your research. And not that they were wrong or did things wrong because they didn't come the way most people wanted them to come. If you ain't driving a big car, if you can't tell a story how you went from rag to riches, like big money, people ain't trying to follow you or hear what you're talking about. Let's be honest. But if you can tell a story how you live modest, but you had X, Y, and Z. See, I can talk about that because that's my story, right? I, 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 I'm not impressed by Fancy cars and stuff like that anymore. That don't bother me. I live a modest life, y'all. I really do. I love nice clothes. I used to love designer stuff and all that stuff, man. And I'm not saying I don't like that, but that stuff don't even bother me. When I was in my job season, I didn't have, I didn't hadn't gone shopping to really buy clothes in five years. I would have same things. You talking about somebody who would go buy this X, Y, and Z and didn't matter. You know, love buying nice for five years. I wore the same stuff, get it starched up and kept held my head up and, and did what I had to do. I'm being honest with y'all today. But I know who I am. I know who I am. I, I am very confident in who I am. I am very confident in a God that I serve. I know my assignment. So what am I saying to you today? 
I know it seems hard. I know it seems like, you know, you're in that season, you're a Joseph dreamer. And maybe you're you're you 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 in that part where they they didn't they didn't sold you to the wolves now. And it's like everybody lashing out at you. And you're hurting. And you're saying, God, why? Didn't didn't I try to help some of these same people? God, am I not doing what you told me to do? Why, Lord? I, I just shared my dream with them. I, I, I just tried to help them be a part of what I'm doing. And I want to see them grow. God, why are they hurting me? Why they despise me? I love them. God says they're part of the assignment. And they're going to help you get to the place where you can make the biggest impact in, in order to help them. Yeah. That's a Joseph dreamer. The heart of a Joseph dreamer. So I share with you today that as you listen to the podcast today and you're thinking about, man, I'm a Joseph dreamer. I'm, I have the heart of a Joseph dreamer. I've shared things. I've, I've experienced many, some of the many things that he's experienced. And maybe you're going in that crucible time. Maybe you haven't gotten to that point of what you consider elevation. Joseph used his gifting wherever he was. If you were in the prison, because we have many brothers and sisters that are in prisons right now. Allow God to use you even right there. I'm telling you, man, what I love about the Bible so much is I love the people of the Bible because they were so real. They had real stories like you and I. I just want you to hold on today. A change is coming. And the reason why it's coming because God is directing your footsteps. It says, trust in the Lord with all thy heart. Lean not to your own understanding. Acknowledge him in all your ways. And he will direct your footsteps. Today will be a great time if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. The Bible says that we all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. That's Romans 3 and 23. But even though we've sinned, John 3 and 16 says God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. That's what the word of God says. Amen. And it says, if, how, how can I become saved right now, right where you are? It's simple. It simply says in Romans 10 and 9, if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart. See, you got to believe it. However you want to say to God in your own personal ways, but it's a heart thing. And you believe that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. See, there is no Jesus without God. There is no God without Jesus. 
maybe you were listening and and maybe you have wronged your brother or your sister, whether it's your biological or it's your spiritual brother or sister. It could be a church member, a co-worker. And maybe you've just been treating them as you've done things to harm them, man. Some of y'all, y'all can't even go back and tell them folk what y'all have done. Because they probably would kill you. They probably would. They probably would. Some of you have really done some really horrible things to people. You've slandered their names. You've allowed, you've caused them to lose money. So maybe you'll never have the chance to to go to them and, and get it right. But you can get it right with God. It's never too late to ask God for forgiveness. It's never too late to repent. Amen. It's never too late to repent because God loves us so, so much. Listen, we thank you for tuning in today and we pray that you were blessed by today's podcast. Remember to tune in with us right here weekly on Piebean app, Apple, iTunes, iHeartRadio, or however you're listening to us all around the world. And listen, remember, if you would like to connect with us, we want to hear from you. Listen, your prayer requests, email us your prayer requests. We will pray over them. If you want to just share uh, testimonies with us, we want to hear from you. You can email us at theagentoflove at gracegirl.org. Agentoflove at gracegirl.org. And remember until next time. And now these three remain. Faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. And that's 1 Corinthians 13 and 13. And I am Reverend Kenya C. Williams, the agent of love of KC Williams Ministries. Remember, I love you and there is nothing you can do about it. Remember until next time, give thanks to the Lord for he is good and his love endures forever. Love you guys until next time. Bye-bye.